ESPN 94.1 FM at 8 and 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. Welcome into the Monday, February 3rd edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan, today at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Of course, you can join us on the Miller Lite phone lines, 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite hold true great taste only. 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Dave Walsh joining me, the yeah. former young Thundering Herd quarterback, here as he usually is on Mondays as well. How you yeah. doing, sir? Fine. You know, I just thought of something. What's that? The last time the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, I was alive. How's that grab you? How's that grab you? That's where you go. 50 years. Yeah. The last time the Chiefs won the Super Bowl before last night, right. yeah. I, saw I was that one not too. born. <laughs> A lot of people, I'm saying, wait a minute, I see them do it twice now. That's unreal. But, no, hats off to them. Uh, I had them, had taken them to win before they played because I thought, looking at the two teams, they're just a little more explosive. Uh, and then in six and a half minutes, they showed you how explosive. Double-digit deficit, and they win. And, by the way, I'm still bitter about the 49ers winning a couple of Super Bowls. I know. I'm still bitter about that. <laughs> but and you're happy on the other end. I though. am happy because, hey, how's it feel? Yeah. How's it feel? No fourth quarter comeback for you, 49ers. Went again. Fourth, again. Fourth, fourth quarter fizzle this time. I, I knew that was going to happen. I just sat there and thought, okay, any moment now, the Chiefs are going to open up. And they any did. moment now. Here it comes. Wasn't worried. Then again, I didn't have a dog in this fight. The only thing that I was worried about was the 49ers actually winning, <laughs> which I did not want, Dave. And then seven minutes to go, you were still worried. <laughs> No, I, I knew the Chiefs would come through for yeah. me. I was golden. Yeah, I was good. I have faith in the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, looking at all the TVs and things and pundits today, it's like is is Patrick Mahomes now the face of the NFL? It's the greatest After quarterback what he ever. Did yesterday, greatest quarterback ever. He's been declared. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, look, you know the kids got a bright future 20, ahead of himself. Twenty-four years old. Look yeah. what he did. Look what he did. He's got a Super Bowl now. He's got to go get a few more. Yeah. And they're already favored to win next year. I mean, that's like the first thing out. They're already looking at twenty twenty-one. I said, let them enjoy this one first. Well, the Bengals are a few years out. I know. Let, let, let them get Joe Burrow in. <laughs> let yeah. him get him. Let's get him first and, and get the system going for yeah. him. Yeah, the Bengals will be there. Yeah, and I just, other thing is I welcome you back. Uh, you went on assignment last week. I did not divulge where you went. Thank you. I was on assignment. Um, I, I, pre- said, I appreciate you not divulging that. I did not divulge that. it, but it was, I, I made it through Tuesday thanks to Jason. He was really a big help, and some of the things you taught me, that was a, another experience, but it's – as much fun as you have, you're sitting there going like, that's a long time, an hour. That's a long time as an hour. Uh-huh. But we made it. Yeah, you it, taught me show prep. I had some things. I even left one out. You Forgot about Tony Peterson and going to Appy where he had one of his greatest wins, and now he's going to coach against Marshall. And he's here next year, 2021, Appy's here. That's the best thing about uh, show prep. Yeah. If you leave something out, yeah. you did a good job. <laughs> but I did borrow your Kobe Bryant quote from Tavion. So yeah. That, that, Give and take. I left that. Yes. I left that. That was hey, the good stuff. Good seven-minute filler or whatever it was. it was. And it was very moving because, as you say, it's been a week plus now, and there's still still Kobe, still Kobe, still Kobe. I did watch the game. Yeah. I couldn't stay for the final final quarter. Yeah. It was late. I tried my very best, but, <laughs> hey, look, I – I was tired. Yeah. I, and, and, I had how, a long week. I was tired. How about the people that are advocating and pushing for that game to be played on Saturday? Super Bowl being played on Saturday. No. No. No Super Bowl on Saturday. No. 
No. No, because today's a national holiday, isn't it? Monday off? No. <laughs> Have you met Mike Kurtner, my employer? No. No. Okay. He, let he me... exempts you from that or you're um, stuck? Yeah, let's put it this way. <laughs> He's not having any of that. Okay. Today is not a national holiday. I know. There were a lot of kicking around the thought of, like, take Monday off. No, that's not happening. Okay. Not where I'm employed. No, that's not happening. A lot of places I saw, there was a lot of cars out there today. I don't know where people get that. Yeah. I mean, the game was over in a timely fashion. Yeah. I mean, it went by pretty quick. Yeah. And if you didn't stay up past the game and you didn't watch the masked singer, <laughs> I, I watched that, by did the way, you? Dave. I did. Okay. Little Wayne. He was oh, the first singer boy. unmasked. Okay. Little Wayne. That is an intriguing show. I have to give him credit. So, I don't get this. Hey, I got to take off today because, you know, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl was over at 10, like, like 4.15 after 10. It, yeah, was it was over. It was over. You know, it wasn't yeah. ridiculous. There you go. You Say goodnight to everybody. Hey, if you got stupid drunk, that's your fault. <laughs> that's right. I mean, come on now. You've had a year to prepare for this. Yeah. You knew what was going on. Amateur night. That's what I call it. It's amateur yeah. night. Yeah. So I, I did watch it off and on, and then when I was down, and then all of a sudden, six and a half minutes to go, Mr. Mahomes said, okay, it's time to play. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Give us the trophy. I was not overly impressed. The whole game, it, just, it was mm. like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the best game I've ever seen. wasn't the worst no. game. It was just, okay. Yeah. wasn't wasn't fireworks. wasn't, I don't know, maybe I just wasn't interested. Well, maybe the advertisers were happy because you had to stick around to the very end because sometimes these things get to be blowouts. Oh, yeah. And you just go click or go to something else. And if you're in a second-half TV commercial, dropping your million bucks, nobody's watching. Yeah, but the TV commercials weren't that good this year. I know. There were a few standouts. There was mixed reviews on our, as we talked about before we went on the air. Did they have time entertainment? There was mixed reviews on that. Okay. What is people, what, let me re, let me step back here. <laughs> what kind of halftime do you think you're getting? I don't know. With J-Lo and Shakira. I mean, that's top of the line, folks. In their entertainment world, that's as high as it gets. But what kind of halftime do you think you're going to get with Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. Who... She likes to dance. That's what, she 50 years old? You yes. wouldn't have known it, but 50? So you know what kind of performance you're going to get for her. Right. I mean, that's Jenny from the block. Right. So Jenny from the block is performing, and she's going to do all her dance moves. And then you updated me on the previous, the one before her. And then you got Shakira. I mean. And I, her hips don't lie. <laughs> there you go. It's, a part of her, it's in a song of hers, Dave, since I you're know. not familiar with I her know. musical catalog. I was kind of a little stunned on that one. But, uh, no. Yeah, but for her what hips they, don't lie. From what they were aiming for for 25 or 30 minutes, the Mr. Goodell and the boys got, got what they bargained for. And it was basically two power performers, right. two female power performers. And they did their thing. And honestly, it was okay. I wasn't, like, blown away by it. No. I thought Shakira was better than J-Lo. Hate me now if you must, but I'm putting it out <laughs> I'm there. Just telling Shakira like it is. was better than J-Lo. Yeah. I mean, Shakira was rocking the guitar at one point. She was hitting the drums at one point. And they, they passing her through the yeah. crowd. I mean, but... Boy, that core strength of um, J-Lo. Yeah. I mean, she was holding was herself say. up on that pole. I was going to say. And 50, she did a movie. Years old, she did very good. She did a movie a few years ago. So there's where the yeah. pole comes into yeah. that. If Again, people tuning into this have no idea who these are. Because, <laughs> like, you know, the Super Bowl is that one broadcast where nobody has a clue what's going on, and they all tune in. Everybody tunes into the Super oh, Bowl. Oh, yeah. So you haven't watched football all year long. And you tune in. Where's Tom Brady? No, he's not playing this Tom year. Tom Brady was in a suit, he, pregame he, suit, he one was, of the quarterbacks. He was being honored on the field for right. being uh, one of what? the greatest ever. Yeah. Sorry, Tom, you're not in your uniform today, though. You just got to wear a red coat. I don't I'm know. I'm sure he was 
hurting a little bit, but that's the way it goes. You remember when halftime was up with people? Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. How about the how about the uh, thirty two kids running out and the kid bringing the ball out each half game ball and the and the second half? Yeah, I thought that was that was neat. That was neat. One for each jersey for each city, and then the guy runs out and hands him the ball and people got into it. It was a it was a good Super a little, Bowl. A little it was different. Fine. Thing, it was yeah. fine. Nothing. Nothing. I'm sitting here. Yeah, I've seen enough of them. Uh, I haven't been wowed by one in a, well, in a I long hate to time. Say this, I have seen one through fifty four. You've seen more than I have. You know, per, live. Like, like we mentioned early live. on. Hey, remember, dude, early on, they were on two networks. And I think the first Super Bowl ticket I saw at one time was like 10 or $12. Yeah. And got, Lord knows what they went for yesterday. All I know is Hank Strams, that guy I see on <laughs> NFL uh, uh, NFL Network and NFL Films. Something tossed trap, and then got him full, and they scored, and I see. I, oh. he, he's that guy <laughs> dressed in a suit on the sidelines. And playing at Tulane Stadium in New Orleans. It's New Orleans, though. Yeah. I guess Marshall knows about that, but they were there. It was it's New Orleans. New Orleans, okay. Yeah, New Orleans. New Orleans. Wonder where they're going next year. I haven't. I didn't forgot to look. I didn't look either. You know why? Because I can't afford to go. So no, I mean, I, why I, does it matter? I'm just gonna watch it on TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. By the way, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. If you didn't, you know now. And uh, every Monday, not Sunday, because boy, they would have gone broke. Monday, dollar <laughs> fifty bottles, two dollar call shots yeah. every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. All right, we got to get down to the, the nitty-gritty here. we got to get to the meat of this thing because we had Marshall basketball splitting the series on the road. Mm-hmm. Back at it, they've got, I think, a winnable game and, and a, a big up. challenge. Right. I'll I agree, say that. I agree there. To be fair. And then they got to go on the road. you got to hit Texas. Yeah. And then and after then that, it's pod play. It's so. pod three more than likely, unless they can do well in Texas. Yeah. So I'm not comfortable with saying they're going to do well in Texas. Yeah. And I think they'll beat Southern Miss. Yeah. Louisiana Tech. Um, that's a ball. That's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. And then so, you got to go out way out west, UTSA and El Paso. And the travel. I think one of them's on TV on that road trip to Texas. I think CBS Sports Network has the first game on a Thursday. For those that stay up. I like you say that. <laughs> hey, look, it's going to be on TV. You mean TV. TV and what network we can find. Well, you can find any network, but one I can find. It's going to be on old people TV is what you're telling <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yep. We're going to be here until 6 o'clock. We'll take your phone calls as well. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. we got more on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday edition. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Come on, Dave. Get your I am back from the Coke run. Come on, man. That's what I like about Dave. Yeah. Dave goes and gets me my tasty beverage here. Paul's trained me well. Hey, if you're going to have a co-host, put him to work. Concierge, whatever you call him. Are you my concierge? Oh, whatever. Okay. Well, we're going to talk basketball. You got a split, but the good news you mentioned a little bit later about Mr. Taylor. But uh, We'll talk about that now then. One little point that I was kind of surprised by. Thursday night, if we thought they might have trouble with FIU, they handled that one pretty well. And you look at a Rand Bennett's uh, storyline, it's pretty impressive. And then he goes to FAU on Saturday, and he, he, he's no show. Foul trouble, two points in Lexus, and they get hammered. And that's, that's kind of like been a thing of late. He stays around, shows around, so whatever. He, Marshall's hard to beat, but when he disappears, it's uh, what I don't know what goes on. 
Mr. Taylor had a big game, but he can't do it all by himself. Well, you got to go out there and play and not get into foul trouble. Right. But when teams focus on you and get you out of the game, yeah, you bring a, you, you do to our crowd. You got to you got to answer that though. Right. You, you're going to get that everywhere you go. Yeah, so you got to answer that. Game twenties in the high twenties now. They got to have something in the works. But I mean, this just happened, and Danny's staying patient. But it's just getting to be a thing where. As a, I don't want to say as a ran goes, they go, but it gives you that impression sometimes. Andy Taylor, he is freshman of the week yes. in Conference USA. On the road, averaged 19.5 points, 3.5 assists, 3.5 rebounds, and 3.5 steals per game on the Florida swing. He also shot 46.4% from the field, including 7 of 17 from behind the arc. He had 14 points in that win against FIU with four steals, three rebounds, five assists, and uh, 25 points at Florida Atlantic. So, hey, you get to be freshman of the week. So this is the second time that he has been able to do that. I'm not going to say he's going to win freshman of the year in Conference USA, but if he turns in a few more performances. It's going to be hard not to think about it. He's going to be in the conversation. Well, I just don't see him. He he was able to get freshman of the week a few weeks back, December 23rd to be mm-hmm. exact. But I think Jameer Young has probably got that thing locked down. He has won it a few more times. Yeah, uh, He has won it November 11th. He won it November 18th. He also picked it up on January 6th, January 20th, and January 27th. Uh, it's the Jameer Young Award. I mean, unless, <laughs> Five times. It's yeah, not counted, right? I, I don't see uh, – I mean, Gorin got it one time. Right. So, I mean, Marshall's got some representation here. But Taylor, unless you have a few more weeks of uh, outstanding basketball, I don't think you're going to win that. And no. I don't think he cares really. No, no. But it's nice to see the 27 or 25 they had on Saturday. Uh, Danny's been waiting for him to, to hit a few more, and he did. And then if you get Jared, Tavian, and him hitting all three, who knows? But you got to get the big guy down on the paint. As Danny says, more consistent. He can't go one good, one bad, one good, one bad. It's got to be all good or as close to as good as possible. You know, Jared has an, Jared's won one player of the week in Conference USA, and that's it for Marshall. Yeah. One. That's it? That's it. Well, when you look at their spot in the standings, and uh, right now they're looking at pod three in two weeks. If something doesn't change, that's probably why. One of the reasons why. Can you imagine you go from winning – conference tournament to Pod going three. into CUSA <laughs> not winning the tournament you yeah. got to go to the CIT and then now you're in a situation where you might be in the bottom pod and you could find your way out of the playoff yeah. of the tournament you could find your way out of this if you don't start picking up some wins real quick yeah. and that's really that's just baffling. I knew Marshall would be down, but not this down. Uh, uh, there would be, you know, the new cast of characters would have to find their way, but, you know, still searching. Uh, you know, a high, then a couple lows, another high, another couple lows. The one thing he's looking for doesn't show up enough on a consistent basis. That, that uh, when you look at some of the higher-ranked teams in the country or mid-majors, whatever, the, the team that we saw in August or November and December is the team you're seeing now. A little bit better, but from where they started to where they are now. And remember, Danny was promising this team would be better towards the end than they are at the moment. Well, right. that was a few weeks ago. Yeah. Are they really better now than they were a few weeks ago? Uh, it's hard to say. If all if they hit on all cylinders, I think they've they've shown that. But when one missing part disappears, like if the if the inside game's gone, you cannot really afford for an outside guy to have an off night shooting because it's just asking for more trouble. So. 
the pieces have to show up, all of them. I mean, the turnovers I don't think have been as great as lately. I mean, they cut down a little bit, but um, inside play from the big boys, uh, Rand and his backups have got to be on a more consistent basis. 18 to 20 points a game between the two of them. That's what Nanny needs. Not eight and and ten fouls. That doesn't work. No. And you look at that game against FIU, you thought to yourself, okay, this is pretty good, and then – it just flips completely, and you lose 91-73. Now, there were some moments where Marshall had an opportunity to, to make it competitive and yeah. make a run, but unfortunately, Marshall was unable to do so. Yeah. I mean, Marshall led by two, and then FIU at one point led by 20, and the game was tied for maybe two minutes, 30 seconds, give or take. Marshall led for 36 seconds of this game, and FAU <laughs> led the rest of the way. Yeah. You're listening to it and watching it, and it was like uh – First half, Marshall goes on a run, takes the lead. Uh, the, the team comes back and steals the lead at halftime by one. In the second half, they do a quick pull away, which means, again, Marshall's got to fight their way back from 10, 15 down. They get within five with the ball, and then all of a sudden they miss a shot, turn it over. Their team goes down, hits a three or something, is back to 10, and they have the answer. Marshall can never get over that last hurdle. Yeah, and here's the thing. This wasn't a defensive showcase for sure. Eight steals for FAU, one block. Marshall, seven steals, two blocks, second chance points, really not a factor in this game. The big story was turnovers because Marshall turned it over 16 times. FAU turned it over 15 times, but FAU made 21 points out of the turnovers and Marshall only six. That's As Danny said that one night when we talked about it at home in a turnovers uh, ball game, He he made a long story short ball game. I think it was Western here, and they looked at turnovers in the 20s, and he said – That'll get you beat every time. Plus, Bennett's out there 20 minutes. He fouls out. Right. And you look at points in the paint. FAU, 42 points in the paint. Marshall, only 24. I mean, we're, we're at the home games, and you probably heard me over time, PIP, PIP. I know Danny doesn't get all excited about that sometimes, but at some point, points in the paint's going to have to be a factor, folks. It's going to have to be a factor. Well, when you're 10 of 31 from the three-point line, yes, you might want to look for a two-point shot. Yeah. Because you're 25 of 69 total, mm-hmm. and FAU's 35 of 69. They took 8 of 22 from the three-point line. Marshall took 10 of 31. Right. Now, I know three is more than two, but but you missed 21 shots. Well, Danny said that for how many times have we heard him in the home games? We've got to shoot threes better. We're shooting them, but when you, go and you put up 30 of them and only make six or seven, no, that's not what he's wanting. That's not what he's. That's not what he's hoping for. And hopefully, uh, between now and uh, the Podville, Pod games, that uh, they can you know tickle the twine, as they would say, from long range. Because it seems like if they struggle long range, and Bennett gets in foul trouble, it's just like, man, this is going to be a long night, tough yeah. night. This is a grinder. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this Pod. I, yeah. Hopefully, it's gone. No, hopefully they get to fill of it after this year. Because there's some teams they might not play twice. I'd be fine with play your road partner twice and just play everybody once and then yeah. let's go. Yeah. I mean, sure. I don't think you can shorten this, the season by a few games in conference. I don't know how that would go over mm-hmm. in this conference, but that's what I would like to see. Just, okay, you play everybody once, play your travel partner twice, and then let's go to the conference yeah, tournament. Exactly. Let's go. Yeah. But it's, it seems like now that they play everybody like La Tech and Southern Mississippi here this year, then next year they'll go down there. There'll be some teams they play home and home, and the rest of them will be a, a one-shot deal. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because right now in the standings, Marshall's 4-6, and six, Southern Miss is 3-7. and seven. 
Rice okay. is two and eight. Middle's two and eight. So, here's your really, pot. here's the thing: Rice and Middle. I don't know if they're going to be able to play their way out of elimination, right? Because they're two and eight in conference, each of them. Southern Miss could play itself into Pod Two. Marshall could play itself into Pod Two or keep itself in Pod Three right mm-hmm. now. Because if Marshall wins, say the next four games, that would make them eight and six. I think eight and six is good enough to be in Pod Two. Mm-hmm. However. UTSA and UTEP also four and six. Old Dominion's five and five. UAB's five and five. So really, yeah. you got to stay on pace with UTSA and UTEP right now. And you got them both head to head down the road on their floor. And that will help. Yeah. But it, at the same hurt. time, yeah. At the same time, they could bury you and put you away. Yeah. They could close out the deal here. They could go up a pod and they could make sure you go down one. And then Marshall's in pod three. And more than likely, Marshall will come out of pod three, either 11th or. 12th. Yeah, well, they were picked 11 at the start of the year. so. And, again, that just depends on if Rice picks it up here in the next few games, which I don't think they're going yeah. to. And Middle Tennessee, if they pick it up here in the next few games, which I don't think so. I mean, stranger things have happened. Yeah. I mean, there's only two-game separation here between Middle and Marshall. Yeah. I mean, Marshall's 4-6. and six, Middle is 2-8. and eight. Right. I mean, I, I don't see where it's going to pick up. But, but here, here also, keep this in mind, UTEP and UTSA, they will play Middle. Mm-hmm. And then North Texas and Rice will play middle. And so Rice and middle, they're going to take care of themselves, but I don't see middle beating North Texas. No. And can they beat UTSA and UTEP? And those games are in Texas. So no. uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen here. Like you here. said, this is a big weekend. Southern Miss, La Tech should get maybe Thursday. Saturday's a toss-up. And then the road trip to Texas will be very telling. Yeah. Very telling. And then you've got Rice on the road this week against UAB and middle. So, oh. yeah. I, again, I can't tell you what's going to happen there. And then Old Dominion and Charlotte, those will be the last two games, so that will pretty much knock Rice out. I think that puts Rice and knocks them out. Southern Miss here, because you're keeping an eye on them now. Yeah. Southern Miss, again, you know, we're looking at travel partners here. So Southern Miss will face off against Marshall and Western Kentucky, obviously, right. with the pod. And then they've got the Florida schools. We saw what happened there. So, <laughs> something could happen. I don't yeah. know. But I don't see – I don't see Marshall being able to pick up enough games to either – it's all going to come down to the, to the Texas schools. That's yeah. my mind because I don't know if Marshall can win against Louisiana Tech. That's just respect for Louisiana Tech. Yeah, I mean, they put a good resume together. And, you know, uh, one of the secrets is a good resume is red wins, and they've got some. Southern Miss? Doable. doable. Very doable. Very doable. Texas trip, we'll have to wait and see. But then we get into pod three – is Marshall going to be in a situation where you just win a couple of games and you're not going to have to worry about uh, being bumped from the tournament? I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be hard to get, I mean, you know. Uh, and here's uh, another thing. Keep this in mind. I don't, I'm don't. i not saying that they would do this, but do you get to a point where it's like, okay, um, we're done. Let's just play this out and be done. Play for draft picks. Let's just, let's just <laughs> yeah. play this out and be done. Yeah. I mean, do you get that sense that that I could happen? I don't think that will happen. I don't think that will happen. I mean, Danny's still got faith that at some point in time they're going to flip a switch and keep it on. I mean, we keep him doing up and down switch, but he wants to keep it on. But, you know, they got a split this weekend, but their travel partner, they got beat twice by down there in Florida. Right. So they kind of came back to the pack. Yeah, they're 7 Texas kind of came back because, I mean, their last place team beat them. 
So And here's here's your standings right now. Louisiana Tech's eight and two. Right. North Texas is eight and two. And then Western Kentucky seven and three. FIU six and four. Yeah. So there's your top four yeah, at the moment. They're locked in right now. And then they beat FIU on their floor. And FAU I think is right there in the mix to what game behind them. So I mean, you know, but they the the one of the top four, they beat on their floor. Mm-hmm. And they beat rather convincingly. And, of course, here's the way the pods work. You've got four games, four bonus games. Right. And there will be five teams in pod one, five teams in pod two, and then the bottom four. So you're, you're probably not. playing somebody again twice. Yeah. And can you imagine you're playing – what if you're playing middle or rice or southern miss? I, I don't know. Because last year I think it was pod two. They got hot. They won them all. But it's yeah. like we Florida, we saw Florida schools twice. So, for me, your faces were back again. Either, you know, you just flip where you played them. So, and it's going to get to a point that some of the people you were used to playing twice, you're not doing it. There's no there's no return trip to Charlotte or Old Dominion. No. No. This will be two years in a row they did not get a return trip. Them or a Marshall. I'm okay with that, though. Again, I, I, well, like, this, just, I uh, like this schedule. Hey, you play, you're, you play everybody once and let's go. Yeah. But then this pod thing and you get to pod one, and I know the, the, the purpose of it was, but uh, Judy's got to understand, uh, as much as you and I have talked about it, this league's a one-bid league. Uh, I'm sorry. Kermit Davis proved that. He left middle after he got beat, goes down to Ole Miss, gets sixth place, and goes to the NCAA. So that's well, the way it goes. You've got a system which was built for RPI. Right. And This is not helping no. because this is not an <laughs> RPI world we live in now. No. They better do something. It's more of a – Great idea, maybe a few years ago. Not very good now. No. And so. And then you stick with it. I give him okay. I give him a pass for doing two years, but I mean the net ranking. What's Marshall's net ranking right now? Oh my I, lord! How down? Take a good guess. Go ahead. Two twenty-five. No, you're you're way too low. generous. You're way low. Oh, what is it? Uh, it is one eighty-eight. It's not good. It's not terrible, no. but it's not good. Conference USA, the highest net team is Louisiana Tech at 79. They're doing Saturday. North Texas is 94. Marshall's already played them and lost. Western Kentucky's 119. They've lost twice. Old Dominion's 158. 3 and 2. Charlotte's 160. 4 and 2. UTEP's 180. Haven't played them. FAU, I'm sorry, FIU is 186. 5 and 2. Marshall is 188. They're 5 and 2 against. You know, other teams that are 5-2 and two against them that are higher than them, they all beat them. Florida Atlantic, 191. Mm-hmm. UAB, 196. Whew. UTSA, 204. <laughs> Rice is 243. Yeah. Southern Miss is 275. And Middle Tennessee is 287. And those are the Conference Rice, USA net rankings. Rice is not at the bottom. No, 243. Well, I'm sure the North Texas win got them bonus points or something. Well, whatever happened, they were 241 last week, and they're 243 now. Well, they lost points. Yeah. <laughs> we beat North Texas, folks. They are one in – Rice is two and seven on the road, uh-huh. two and one in neutral locations, uh, four and five at home, uh, two and oh against non-Division one schools. Yeah. Uh, so, um, if you look at where they are ranking-wise, it's just – I think you know, one of, we've talked about just protecting the the M or whatever these people protect. And Marshall's had it not protected their home court as much as Danny would want. You know, North Texas comes in, Western Kentucky comes in, um, Charlotte comes in. They've, 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 you know, these teams getting one in the road, and then the coaches that come in and talk going, hey, we're happy as a lark. Winning on the road's huge. 
and they end up walking out with one. Whether by two or 20, they win. That's all that matters. Unfortunately for Marshall, not enough games here. And even now, if we were talking about a high RPI team or a high net team, I could see where this is going. But, okay, so you're protecting Louisiana Tech 79 or North <laughs> Texas is 94. 119 doesn't get you an at-large bid. No. 158 doesn't get you an at-large bid. 160 doesn't get you an at-large bid. So none of that's really going to help you. Mm -mm. Your season's going to come down to either three or four days in, in Texas in, the, in Jerry's gym. They hang a net in the middle, and they play the girls on one side and the men on the other. And pod play isn't based on your RPI, your no. net, or anything. It's based on your conference standing. So if you have a higher net, but you fall right outside, because, okay, let's let's look at it here. Louisiana Tech is 8-2 and two in conference, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Louisiana Tech is 79th in the RPI. I'm sorry, the net. I get okay. I get used to the RPI. North Texas is 8-2. and two. North Texas is 9-4. and four. Okay, so 1-2 and two right there. Western Kentucky is 7-3 in their third right now, and they're 119. So, okay, so far you're in line. Then FIU at 6-4 and four in conference is fourth, and where is FIU? FIU's 186. So you've got 79, 94, and 119 yeah. forced and to boom. play 186, and yeah. if 186 beats them, there goes your, there goes goes your numbers again. Yeah. And then since there are five teams in pod, Florida Atlantic right now, and, again, this is all going to have to sort itself out because Charlotte's right there at 6-4 and four as well. But as it stands, Florida Atlantic is stacked up next, and they're 6-4 and four in conference, and Florida Atlantic is 191. So you're not protecting your top number of teams mm -mm. by this system. Mm -mm. And then last year, remember, Marshall's pod two? They won all their pod mm -hmm. games, one of the hotter teams. All they got was sixth in the pod in the right. standing. That's, all they, that's the best they could do. 4-0 or whatever it was in the pods, and they stayed. They went to the top of the pod, and that was it. She let it play four days down there, and they got beat in the second day. So if they get into pod three, they're playing for, at best, 11th place. Which means you're going to. You're going to see the best teams in Conference yeah. USA. Now you got to play them. you got to beat them. Yeah. You're going to catch a good team the first day because the real good teams are getting a, what, double bye? You're going to catch a you're going to catch an okay team. Yeah. You're going to get a better team than you maybe would. Yeah. And then and you're going to get a real good team if you happen to dodge that bullet. It could flip though. I mean, they yeah. could have been in pod two and then be catching you know a team from the bottom. I mean, it doesn't mm -mm. it doesn't matter where they play in the tournament at this point because they're going to catch all the good teams. Yeah. Well, I noticed uh, thumbing on you know scrolling the net and stuff. A lot of the bracketology stuffs out now. Joe Lenardi and all of them. A lot of people have North Texas penciled in for the Conference USA rep, and I've seen them anywhere from 12 to 14 as a seed, which is about where they are. As an automatic bid, yeah, I can yeah. see that. It's either them or Louisiana Tech, Yeah, unless something falls apart. Yeah. Or Western Kentucky gets hot again. Yeah. Because Tech is, right now, they're 17-5 and five overall. North Texas is 14-9 and nine overall. I don't know if they've got a, a good enough resume to get in that large, but let's just look at their schedule, just kind of – see where they've got some losses here. Uh, they got a loss against Creighton. Uh, all right, 10-point uh -huh. loss against Creighton. They lost against Indiana, 88-75. Okay, that's They reasonable. lost to Sam Houston State, 71-68. Yeah. They lost then to UTSA, 89-73, so that's probably yeah. weighing them down a little bit. And they lost to North Texas, which is okay. That's understandable. They're another decent top team in Conference USA. But, you know, you look at their wins – they don't really have any signature wins, nothing that I can I can mm -hmm. sit here and go, all right, this is really going to help them here because 
I mean, what does a win against Samford do for you or North Alabama yeah. or Mississippi Valley State? That's one of those things when there's graphics and they have quality wins and losses, you're going to go quality wins is going to be blank. So then you look at North Texas. Let's just go through this exercise yeah. in its conclusion here. And North Texas, they get a win against Oklahoma Christian, and then they go on a three-game losing streak against VCU, Arkansas, and Eastern Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then they lose to Rhode Island and Utah State and, um, and Jamaica. And then they lose to Oklahoma by two. Right. Okay, that's not too terrible. They lose to Dayton. They lose to WKU, and then they lose to Rice most recently here. But, again, there's nothing on this resume that says, hey, wow. Look at, look at me, the wow factor, no. So you look at the top teams in Conference USA and you think, okay, this is a one-bid league again. Unfortunately The old for, days of the Southern Conference, the MAC, and now the Conference USA, you have to get used to it. All right, we've got to hit our break. We'll come okay. back from the Union Pub and Grill, Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. All right, Dave, why are we here today? Talk football, which we've been doing. Okay. A little bit of basketball. All right. Any high school hoops? Uh, Nothing. I actually saw St. Joe lose a basketball game. Okay, so you're the reason. I know. No, no, $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. That's why we're here. I try to stay away from that. No, you don't. (laughs) No, okay. And and I'm going to go no further because this is a family-friendly show here. But they did lose a game Saturday. Oh, you watched it. I was over there in Ironton. They played the team from Cincinnati, Mount Notre Dame. Okay. And – Number one in Division One in Ohio, number three in the nation, and they got beat by eight. Very, it was an entertaining game, good crowd, and uh, they got a one tonight to get back against Boyd County. But they they more than held their own. They more than held their own because I'm you're kind of envisioning. Wait a minute, number three in the nation, number one in Ohio. They eventually pulled, they had double digit leads, but they kept coming back, coming back. But they it, too big a hurdle to clear. And the one girl, she was a sophomore. She's on everybody's radar. She just lit them up. She, they were very tall, very athletic, and uh, they were sort of like uh, some of the games we saw against Marshall last year. They'd shoot and miss, and they stay there and rebound until they score. One of those things, you know. One of their best plays is shoot, miss, and stay there and score. So it was a fun thing. Fun thing. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill. The phone number is 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Coming up this week, Thundering Herd back at the Henderson Center, right. taking on Southern Miss and Louisiana Tech. Yeah. Of course, you got Danny tonight, right? Uh, we got Danny tonight on the radio, and then we got the Herd this week on the radio. And I'm trying to get some. I'm trying to get a. I'm, I haven't eyeballed it 100, percent but I, I have some some research that kind of disturbed me when I got Uh-oh. the research. Uh oh. Marshall men and women when they play on the same night. They haven't. They haven't done very well. No, no. Or they split. They when the women win, the men don't, and when the men win, the women don't. Yeah, that's yeah. And so I've got some research that I need to really go through and just break it down. But just at a, a glance at that, Marshall's men, if they lose, the women are winning. Right. And if the women are <laughs> winning, the men are losing. Right. They haven't both won on the same night. No. And I found that. Wait, wait a minute. No, no. That's. That's just an oddity here yeah, on the yeah. schedule here. You know, and the things we're talking about, I think starting next weekend we'll have to expand our itinerary uh, a little bit because uh, baseball and softball get going or are on the verge of going. Yep. 
pitchers and catchers reporting soon. I mean, the Marshall baseball. Yeah, no, but baseball period. Yeah, I know. Period. Yeah. And then, then there's, as uh, one of my topics last Tuesday was, uh, the Reds are getting a lot of love right now. That could change by September 1st, but they're getting a lot of love. They got off the uh, checkbook express and shoved out some money to get some players. If their pitching comes through, the, the look out. I'm not even there yet. <laughs> I'm not even there on baseball yet. I know. It's hard to think. God, pitchers and catchers. Hey, look, I'm – I'm right at you know. I'm just getting past halftime of the hockey season, yeah. and NBA is going to go half soon here soon. Yeah. So I'm. That's where I'm at right, right. now. But I'm the NBA. Four, the Big Four's too. I'm still on barely the halfway point. Yeah. The Super Bowl's over, and now I got to get into this XFL thing. I know. Starting Saturday. I don't have a team to root for. I don't know who they are. I just know exactly. Couple, uh, some of them. I think uh, a Marshall quarterback from a couple years ago was on somebody's roster. Uh, the name escapes me at the – okay, he's on Tampa. So, you're, you're Chase Litton, who you're talking about. Yeah, Chase is under Tampa. So I, that should help. I thought he was off that. Well, I guess, see, I, I'm going to have to get – but I, I – my – okay. Okay. So, I'm getting in thank my you. ear. Hey, Jason Toy, thank you. Yes. Because uh, he's a Tampa guy. Right. So, so he knows – because he knows. So, Tampa's his team. Right. All right. So, Chase Litton's on a roster. Right. I'm not so sure is that, that's is that going to be the, the reason why you root, you root for <laughs> That might be the only reason. After the Super Bowl, you just want to shove it football away because Jason's big event's coming up in less than two weeks. Yeah, NASCAR's coming up. And what are you going to watch on a Saturday or a Sunday? You're going to watch a race or you're going to watch a the XFL Opal? game? XFL or watch cars going in circles. Hey, we have five days <laughs> of kickoff here, though, for yeah. the um, for the teams here. And so you've got the Dallas Renegades. Okay. So they'll give Dallas fans something to root for. Where are they playing? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> they ain't playing in Jerry's house. I have not <laughs> They're not renting Jerry's house. This is to show you how much that I've really put into this. Yeah. Um, I, now I know there are several teams here. Dallas Renegades. Right. D.C. Defenders. The Houston Roughnecks. <laughs> the L.A. Wildcats. The New York Guardians. The St. Louis Battlehawks. Whoa. The Seattle Dragons. Okay, that's not a bad name. And the Tampa Bay Vipers. That's the Jason Toy team. What Tampa Bay Vipers. What if these eight people had contests to name their team? Um, I'm looking at the the Vipers helmet. Looks pretty generic. <laughs> it's like a it, it's it's a green and maybe an orange V. Yeah. In the shape of a V with fangs. Okay. The Houston Roughnecks looks like a um, a generic Houston Oilers type <laughs> helmet. Yeah. Okay, let's see. What? Yeah, you want to look at the Battle Hawks logo? Let's oh, look Lord. at that. Okay, how'd that turn out? Um, <laughs> the Battle Hawks. It's. It looks like a. It looks like a futuristic Philadelphia Eagles helmet. The New York Guardians is terrible looking. It's like <laughs> a futuristic Panthers or All Jaguars right. looking beast. That's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, and just wonder who's playing because uh, I see that's the thing. You have fifty-three uh, man rosters, right? For thirty-two yeah. teams, that's a lot of bodies. And now you're going to have eight more rosters to fill. And it's like, who's going to do it? And the Dallas Renegades, their logo is like a cowboy with red oh. eyes and a <laughs> mask. Yeah. Okay. I'm not feeling. Oh. I'm not feeling that one either. And they got some weird rules they're going to try. I mean, I'm okay with it. I'll watch it. But again, I watched a little bit of uh, last year's uh, attempt at pro football and it didn't work. Uh, I watched for a week. You know. I was not interested. Okay, let's. Um, you weren't the only one because they pulled the plug real quick. Yeah, I mean, I give the XFL credit. They put together a war chest, so they say. Um, all right, the Seattle Dragons. It's cool. It's 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 sort of a, it's a dragon. I mean, you yeah. can't really mess that up. Yeah. 
Not not too much anyway. Let's see. Um, I guess I want to see what the D.C. defenders look like here. Yeah. Let me look at this one. This is, uh, not, this is not the league. Okay, that looks really generic. Yeah. It looks like a couple <laughs> of lightning bolts yeah. in a cross. This is not the commissioner. It's uh, Mr. Luck, Oliver Luck. Oliver Luck, yeah. And, oh, well. um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. These uh, these logos and team names do not inspire. Uh, but then again, how hard is it to find a good name for your sports team? They're all taken. <laughs> I know. They're all taken. Yes. And you think all the TV stuff, and, and they've got a decent TV yeah. contract. You know, Major league, soccer's, turn it on. Major league Soccer's got it right. They have the most generic name of all time, <laughs> yeah. like FC Cincinnati, yeah. Football Club well, Cincinnati. Right. Okay. And it still drew six people or whatever. So hey, Columbus almost left, but they kept them. Yeah, you got the Columbus crew, but still. I mean, most of these teams in Major League Soccer are going with the European model. Yeah. Hey, FC. Yeah, there you go. Okay. SC, F, uh, you know, SC, Sporting they Club of. Yeah, they don't, have, uh, they don't have mascots or no. anything like that. Mm. All right, we're going to take our final break, come back, wrap it up. Dave Walsh, Paul Swan with you here at the Union Pub and Grill on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping things up here at the Union Pub and Grill. Bulls one today. Bulls with you. Monday special dollar fifty bottles, two dollar call shots. You get that every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill, eleven twenty five Fourth Avenue in Huntington. Of course, I would say, hey, you can watch football or something on the TVs here, but no, you don't have that tonight. No. You got NBA, you got NHL, and of course, if it's something you want to watch, this is a place to come do it. I it's mean, the Union Pub it, and is Grill. It still the Kobe tribute. It's been going on for a week plus now. I think it's calmed down a little bit yeah. because things are getting back I to. Mean, they had at a least flag at the golf tournament yesterday. I think the Super Bowl did something. Right, I mean, it's, it's been impressive. The NHL, they've done, they've done their thing. Everybody, the did NBA something. teams have done something. Yeah. So, and I don't think it's something that's going to go away. But I think the the tributes are going to be a little bit more we'll muted. To, yeah. yeah, because. The major one was the, the Lakers game against that was Portland. T- that was very interesting Friday night. I tried to watch all of that. I really did. I watched it. and then and I thought they, the I thought LeBron was very to the heart. Had, LeBron had his notes. He said, oh, heck with this. Threw it down and spoke from the heart. Thank you for editing the way he said that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we carried that live. Yeah. Did you? That yeah. word got out? Um, okay. I'm, but he spoke, as you mentioned, we were, he it, spoke from the heart. It was a safe harbor, kids. He threw the That's notes a, away, and said, this is what I feel. Yeah, I heard him say that. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> We're carrying this. Yes. Uh, and ESPN didn't catch it either on the TV. So yeah. um, the good news is, though, it's um, it's, it's something. Gonna, it's going to wind down now a little bit. Yeah, the thing is, well, yes and no. The, I think the Lakers are going to have to now go win a championship. Do something. Because Laker fans are going to want them to go win a championship uh, in honor of Kobe. Right. And that was the Kobe game, right? I mean, the first night, and they lost. Didn't know Portland beat them? Yeah, Portland beat them. Yeah. So. Portland looked good that night, yeah. though. Well, Portland's not bad. Portland's not bad. Plus the fact that, I mean, that's an emotional game. I can't right. expect any human being to come out with right. all the emotion surrounding I mean, they that. They called off Tuesday's game anyway. Yeah, I I don't think that the win or the loss really mattered at that no. point. No. If you're a basketball Just fan. Just the fact that they were on the court yeah. is all that mattered. Completely. So they'll get back on track. The Lakers are one of the best teams. Well, the next the- night they were on court and won again. Yeah. They were on the road. So, you know, they'll be fine. Like you mentioned, all that emotion uh, pinned up for a, almost a week, and uh, they probably had tears in their eyes as they were playing. I mean, going on the floor, you know, dripping the ball in one hand, wiping away a tear with the other. Yeah, because for the kids that are playing in the NBA now, LeBron was their their guy, their guy. and for kids who are coming up, LeBron's their guy. Right. 
And for me, Wayne Gretzky, you know, the hockey side of things, he, he, I explained to him, hey, this was my LeBron. Yeah. In terms that people can understand, yeah, yeah. There's always that one player, that, and for a lot of people who watch hockey, Ovechkin's their guy, or Sidney Crosby's right. their guy, and, and before that, it was Mario Lemieux and a few others, right. And it just depends on what sport, but now you're going to see the next generation. They're going to be, of course, you know, coming in the footsteps of LeBron, and he knows that. And yeah. as and he was coming in the footsteps of Kobe, LeBron's what late 30s, mid 30s now. It's hard to imagine that. Not that long ago, he's Akron, St. Vincent, St. Mary on his tour. Now he's in the late 30s. Unbelievable. We got a full slate of games tonight on the NHL schedule and the NBA schedule. And, of course, uh, NBA, NHL, anything you want to watch, you can watch here at the Union Pub and Grill. I won't run down all the games, uh, maybe a couple games of interest. Uh, you've got the Washington Golden State. That should be an interesting game tonight uh, on the uh, college basketball side. Uh, North Carolina FSU tonight. NHL side, uh, it doesn't matter because I'm watching the Rangers take on Dallas. That's the Ranger, man. Hey, the Rangers playing tonight. Yeah, that's all, all that you need to know. All that matters. Philadelphia and Detroit. Hey, you know what? Maybe uh, we can get the NHL to schedule Calgary and Edmonton every weekend. <laughs> there you go. Did you see the fight? No, I didn't. Oh, go back. Go all back right. and look for the highlights. Okay. Thank me later. Okay. They don't like each other. They don't. Battle of Alberta. Just drop the gloves and let's go. Oh, yeah. Goaltenders win. We haven't had a goaltender fight in years. They had one? Oh, yeah. Goaltenders went out. All right. Because one of them had to come down the other end. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Edmonton's goaltender. Um, just like basically sitting there like, I ain't messing with this. And then um, Calgary <laughs> came after him. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this edition. For our producer, Jason Foy, we appreciate him as always. For Dave Walton and Paul Swan, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you tomorrow. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.